0: Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind
1: creates your world. So let's go to some calls. We have some great questions up here, really interesting uh, group of people that have gotten through so far. So let's start with Lane and go to West Palm Beach, Florida online too. go back to my home state for a little bit and Lane welcome to the show you're on for Dr. Wayne Dyer hi Wayne how are you (laughs) I'm great Wayne and Lane nice to talk to you
0: you got it it rhymes it has uh, some uh, nice spiritual meaning there you know I have a question for you Wayne I'm a heavy follower of you and Carolyn Meese and Gary Zukav and Barry Siegel and I've been doing this for years and you know I um, recently um, uh, left the very abusive relationship, and I still very much love this particular person, and um, this has been a common theme throughout my life where um, I sort of walk away uh, with a compassionate understanding like the Dalai Lama Lama with the Chinese in Tibet, where he feels compassion for this situation. Um, I have tried to direct that to myself, which is why I finally got enough courage to leave the relationship, but I really didn't want to leave this person, and I still very much love this person, and uh, I thought that I would feel very empowered and be able to move forward. I pray, uh, I sing, I write my own music, I work in psychiatry, I'm very spiritual, and for some reason, I I just feel like I should not have left this person. I, I have this almost this sacred contract that doesn't seem to, um, to end, and um, I guess the reason why I'm calling is I'm just seeking some uh, counsel on this, because I prayed. Uh, about what to do, whether to go back and confront this person about my my heart and my soul feelings. Um, and what appeared on the dashboard of my new car, right after I put out a a very sincere prayer uh, to source uh, higher power, uh, the number is 666, it showed up on the odometer mm-hmm. um, right in front of my eyes in two places, and it, it really shook me. Can you uh, please uh, give me some insight or counsel?
1: um yeah i don't know about the numbers um i mean i i know 666 is not necessarily a good uh, sign to receive i guess um but um i can tell you that the, the great lesson that i have learned in my life at the age of 70 um i've learned it in the last couple of years is to uh how to love someone without attachment and that's um i think that's where you are too lane it's um you know, the, the attachment is the part of you that's saying, I should never have left this person and, uh, you know, and that person needs me and all of that. Um, but to be able to love them in a way that, um, that w- where it's not necessary for you to, uh, you know, to agonize over the the details, the physical details of it. If you can just surround this person with love, and literally in, into your mind uh, place uh, a, an image of that person, and place into into that person thoughts the, the kinds of thoughts of love and kindness, and uh, higher awareness, which is, I assume, what was missing in that person. What was what was missing in that person? Is that man? Is that a man or a woman? Uh,
0: it was a woman, and um, it was a woman. Uh, there was just a. I tend to be a very soft, uh, kind of very gentle, tender person, mm-hmm. and much right. more or less uh, the direct opposite, although a loving source underneath it. But what was missing was well, it was just a, I, I. just was the, the recipient of a lot of rage, and I would hold it, but eventually it was like a kink, to the pressure just built up, and I didn't feel like it was very compassionate for me to stay. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, you know, I I, I struggle because. Uh, I just, I myself don't seem to be able to uh, to let go.
1: Yeah. Um, the, when you say rage, you mean the verbal rage? Is that what you're speaking about? Just someone who would just, uh, would they would have directed r- directly at you because they were disappointed in something that you had done? Or what would be the gen- source of that rage? Uh,
0: generally, the um, uh, reaction just in, in general life stressors, um, I was always sort of the, the, would say the enabler, the fixer, the healer type. Some would say victim, and on mm-hmm. the other end, it was more. I was the recipient of like emotional abuse. A lot of uh, yeah. unre- unresolved um, uh, issues in in family and. I,
1: but what the of- rage, but what I want to know is, would the rage be directed at you? Would it would be would it be a challenge to you? Would it be a, 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 would these be put downs of you? Would these be uh, someone pointing out your flaws? Or would it just be rage towards the world and towards, you know, you know feeling victimized herself or whatever? What, what kind of rage?
0: Rage in every direction and also at me as well. Rage in the world in general and then rage mm-hmm. uh, directed at me and also in some self-destructive behaviors in terms of pot, a lot of pot smoking, a lot of drugs, like pot mainly, mm-hmm. but rage yeah. uh, rage towards the world and me both.
1: Boy, oh, it's hard to imagine someone smoking pot and being enraged. That must be bad pot. <laughs> Anything I've ever experienced with that, it's always I just want to love the world and, and, the, on, and, all, and the Malamars and, and everything else that's out there. But, uh, <laughs> um, but, but what, what about her opposites, uh, the opposite of her rage? Was she equally able to show compassion, love, uh, kindness, intimacy? Were, were, those, uh, were those qualities in that person?
0: Yes, and those were, it was like sort of a split, and those were the things that kept me so attached and so mm. close. But there yeah. was this direct opposite side, almost like light and dark in one person, whereas yeah. on my end, there was more this consistent um, lightness.
1: Yeah. So um, so you're, you're really upset about the, the lack of consistency on it, and and what you what you loved about this person why not put your focus on all of the things about this person that you loved put that into your imagination as many of those kinds of events as many of those kinds of experiences those loving intimate close wonderful things the times when this person would reach out to other people uh in a loving and kind way as, as much of that as you possibly can and put that into your imagination just put that into your thoughts because the fact is Here's, this is I'm writing right now a book that's just blowing me away because it's writing itself through me. And w- one of the things I'm grappling with in my writing is this concept of that the, there's really only one mind. You know, we hear it all the time in the spiritual literature that there's, a, there's one universal divine uh, mind and that all of us are just using it and if that's the case and it seems there seems to be lots of evidence for that especially with people who've had near, near death experiences there just seems to be this this thing when everybody who comes back from it says it was just everything was just happening at once you know there was no beginning there was no end there was no past there was no future there was just now and everything was just now just and it was just all one mind and i was i was in the same mind as everybody else you know and and so there was no separation between me and my thoughts if we could learn to do that in in this state in this dimension that we are in in this physical dimension and just see it as one mind Then I think that it's possible. I don't see why it's not possible for us to be able to place into the minds of other people, uh, what it is that we are taking from this one mind if we're aligned with it. And this one mind, uh, from what everybody reports in these experiences is just, it's just pure, It's just pure love. It's just, it's the kind of love that you could take the greatest orgasm that you've ever had in your life and multiply it by a million, and you wouldn't even come close to saying how great this feeling is. That's what, that's, everybody reports that, okay? so uh and and i sense that i'm It's what i was talking a little bit about with this uh, with this crt this is this, this place of going within and just finding this one and then literally making it a challenge to place that same kind of consciousness into this person that uh you know left that you left because of of her rage and uh and as you do this you you begin to realize that her rage uh and your leaving, is really just your rageful reaction to her rage. That's all it is. In other words, her anger and her that rage that you're describing doesn't make high-energy people come down. What it does to high-energy people very often is it convinces them to leave their high energy and enter the same energy that they're encountering. You know, so so I'm pissed at you because you're pissed at me, you know, and because and because I'm angry at you and, you know, because you're angry at me. I don't like that. I'm upset. That's just another form of rage. And leaving leaving that person is actually more rageful thing to do then her expressing her rage and also being able to express her love this is this is your issue you know and it's like how why can't you be in a continuous state of love and kindness and joy around a person who every once in a while shows rage you know um that would be my response to you. Just like try to go there and picture this person and picture her in those ways. And as you do that, you are borrowing from the, the one mind the same as she is. You can impact the, the, the way other people think and act and behave. I mean, I'll never forget Mother Teresa walking into a room where uh, I was giving a uh, you know a talk in uh, on a radio show in, in Phoenix, Arizona, back in the 80s. And the entire room changed. Everybody felt better because she was on the premises. And it was just her energy. It was those pheromones of uh, of energy that she was sending out. Have those. Just have those. And you watch. You can not only... You know, I have said it so many times on this radio show over five years now. You, you, when Jesus would go into a village, just his presence in the village would would change the consciousness of everyone in the village. Be that. Be Christ consciousness. Have in you that same mind. St. Paul said, have in you the same mind as Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. See yourself as God, as a, as a piece of God. And and then watch, how do you think God would respond to someone who has rage? Just just more love. It's almost impossible to be in a state like that, but you don't do that. What you do is you you leave, you know, you send them away, especially someone that you love. And you know that you love this person because you wouldn't be having these longing feelings, you know. I'd say it's too precious a time. You have too short a time. This is someone that you love. My God, send her some flowers. Give her a copy of the shift, a movie, and uh, and and just love her. Just love her. And when she starts acting in those ways, you know, put her put your arms. Same thing you would do. Do you have children?
0: Um, I don't, but I have. Uh, I have. Family and wonderful yeah. patients that yeah. I work
1: with. So work- the same, yeah, the same thing you would do uh, around a child who gets angry and crazy and says, "I hate you," and I, you know, and all of that. You know, you just, you just know that that's coming from a, a that's coming from a, a place of, of wounding inside of her. You know, and okay. you, and the, the way that you'll heal that wound is by loving her. Promise, you, I promise you.
0: To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.